What is up, internets? And welcome to the Devil's Advocate for Self-Defense podcast episode 54 or 55. It's one of those. Anyways, what is up? Thank you for joining me. This is our last podcast of the year. Not the last one I'm recording, but the last one you will hear this year. Coming out next year, technically. Uh, in January will be myself and Wim Demir talking about boxing as self-defense as opposed to as a sport. That really cool. If you don't know who Wim Demir is, that's crazy to me. Definitely check him out. He has a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, so today we have Brandon Seg on the show. He's been on the show before. Actually, very recently. Like, I think it was your show and then last week's show and then you again. So, Brandon's been on very recently. Uh, I got the honor Podcast to- time, not calendar time anyway. Right, podcast time, not get episode time for sure. Because, yeah. yeah, like, we've gone through meeting you. We've gone through Rory not remembering coming to your spot. Like, we, I've told, I probably told that story 30 times. Um, if you want to hear- <laughs> If you want to hear that story, that's on the Patreon. I don't like to just share it publicly, but uh, it's pretty crazy the amount of evidence Brandon had against uh, Rory's memory. So anyways, today we are doing another debate. This is the devil's advocate for self-defense. So before we get started, I would like to tell all you listeners about how the show works, because maybe you're a fan, a fan of Brandon and you have no idea who I am, just some guy talking on the internet, screaming into a microphone. So how this show works very simply is we have decided on a topic ahead of time that is self-defense slash martial arts related. And we are going to have a debate on that topic, not an argument, not a disagreement. We have a debate. So how it works is uh, ahead of time, we decide what side of the debate we're going to take. The guest always gets to choose what side they want. Now you can choose to pick a side. You can choose a coin flip. You can choose whatever you want but you get to choose your side of the debate. Why I'm saying this is too many badass, tough guy martial arts instructors are scared to come talk on the internet. This is literally a super fun show. I'm, this isn't got you journalism. This is just having conversations. Now, the beauty of the show is we have to think about things in a different way. How the, how the show works really quickly is it's going to be a 20 minute free debate. Uh, the guest, Brandon, today has up to four minutes to set up their side of the debate. And then I, as a devil's advocate, take the opposite side. Then we go back and forth for the 20 minute free show. We end it, we do the promo trains. You can find Brandon, follow his stuff. I highly recommend it. I got to meet him in person. He's a great guy. And then if you want more of the show, we go to what's called final thoughts, but that one costs on Patreon five US dollars a month. And you get bonus content from everything I do and a vlog that we started. And on there, we talk our actual thoughts. So on this, we're gonna be debating our point on the final thoughts. We're actually talking about like how we actually thought about it. If our opinions switch, if we're on the ropes, if you're interested in that, patreon.com slash live. go to there. Couple of rules for the show. Number one, we start as friends, we leave as friends. So what that means is there should be no point in time. I'm a de- divisive character, but when we're doing this i don't want i don't want anybody to storm like rage quit throw their laptop that's not the goal here the goal is to have a civil conversation to show you can do that the other rules is there's 15 logic fallacies that are usually sent ahead of time i didn't send them to brandon because he's done the show before so uh after doing this we're going to try to stay away from those logic fallacies so for example we caught something called circular logic so you keep going back to the same point the person on the other side of the screen is allowed to call you on and say hey i think that's a straw man fallacy i think that's a red herring if you cannot debate why it is not one of those things you have to then take a deep breath we're taking a page out of rory miller's conflict communication we're taking a deep breath you say sorry that was a logic fallacy and then we're going to secede our turn to the other person so they can get back on track to try to win the debate now i don't want to make this adversarial but a lot of people started commenting on who they think won 
I'd love to hear that in the comments. It's good for the algorithm. It's good for me. So please comment, share all that stuff. If you like this show and you want to keep going, we have to get the numbers, right? So like it, share it, comment, spam it. You know what? Hate comments are still attention to the internet. If you don't like me, just tell me all in as many words as possible at the bottom. That'd be great. So before we get started, Brandon, why tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? So I've been doing martial arts for <laughs> four years. Um, and I've taught com uh, both commercially and in my school, Gentry Martial Arts. And I also have taught at the university setting for around 25 years. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I do a little bit here and there, but I'm not big on the on the interweb as much. I just kind of do my thing in person, but enjoy branching over and doing some of this stuff. That's awesome. And yeah, thanks again for being on the show. Like I like I said, it's it's hard to find people because they think, because the internet's so adversarial, right? So they think like, oh, Randy's going to, like, also they think I'm like some kind of debate champ. I wasn't even a debate club. I just did this. I thought it'd be fun. Like, this is just random. Anyways, that's my own vent. So we are going to get this show started. Brandon, the topic we decide on today is your suggestion, which I love. And it is, do you retire or do you quit the martial arts? Correct? Correct. Awesome. And I think this is such a cool topic because it's, it's, it's going to be hard. Brandon, what side of this are you taking? I say that you quit martial arts. You do not retire. So then by default, Randy has to take the side that you retire from martial arts. So obviously retire means I've done this long enough. It's time to quit. Right now, because you can't quit. I've done, yeah, I've done this. I've done this long enough, and I've got everything I need from it. Where Brandon's saying, like, you're never probably going to. You're gonna have to quit. I'm gonna assume that's kind of where we're going. So, Brandon, we're gonna start the free or start the free show now. Brandon, you have up to four minutes to set the stage. I will be taking notes, and we will go from there. Ready? I'm ready. Go. So, uh, thanks for having me back. This is a little more lighthearted than the last time we were on, uh, but I still think it's gonna be fun and hopefully not too pedantic, but. Um, I thought your, I pitched it to you because I thought the format of this podcast was an excellent way to kind of just throw it out there and flesh it out. So I, uh, had a situation in my school happen this year and I wrote a blog post about it, got some traction. And again, thought maybe it would be of a little bit more universal appeal to, um, to discuss. So let me set the stage. I had a student who's almost 20 years with me, started in our special Olympics program and accomplished a lot um, over that span, was a great volunteer, helped out every way he could. He had some limitations, but he's the type of student that everybody wants, right? So he was a great kid, guy, I say kid, he's, he's older than me, but um, he, uh, he was getting up there in age and has probably met his ceiling in terms of um, martial arts advancement. Uh, so uh, I was informed by his mother that they had decided, he had decided that he was going to retire from the martial arts and a date had been set. And I was told there was even a cake planned for the final big uh, event. And so I didn't want to lose him, right? It was, uh, but at the same time, there was more than that that just didn't sit right with me uh, about this quote unquote retirement. So I asked our leadership, our other black belt instructors, I informed them of the situation and I was kind of satisfied. They all had the same response I initially had. They all looked at me and go, so he's quitting. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. That's 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 what I thought too. So I we, we had to figure out a way to try to inform mom that we don't celebrate quitting with cake. Um, and um, that's a bad precedent I feel for the school. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you, 
it's almost obligatory now that if you run a martial arts school, you either have to A, have a sign in your school or B, have a t-shirt that says that a black belt is a white belt who didn't quit, right? Everybody knows that phrase. Uh, I don't think it would be, if I made the t-shirt that said um, a black belt is a white belt who didn't take early retirement, I don't think that would go over as well. And so if the same phrasing doesn't apply to, to first degree, then second degree, master, grandmaster, however you measure seniority or, or you know, uh, and, and hierarchy in your art. Um, you know, we, we say that martial arts as a lifestyle is, is a path. Um, and so that is subsequently something that is either embraced or unembraced. Um, but you, uh, you do not retire from it. You choose to stop walking that path. Now, there might be very valid reasons that you choose to walk away, but you still ultimately, it's a choice. 99.9% .9 of the time, it is a choice. Um, and so ultimately, you decide to quit. You do not, it is not something that you are forced into retirement. Now, before I yield my turn, let me quickly clarify a term for the sake of the debate, um, because uh, I it would be easy. We say martial arts as a lifestyle. We you know, we apply it in other aspects of life and everything else. So anytime that you use situational awareness in the parking lot or use strategy or self-control in a social setting or work or something like that, you know, even years from now, oh, I learned that in martial arts, right? So it's easy to say, I never really quit. Well, that's a valid point, but I, I think that that is a cop-out um, and that is a, that definition does not help us for the sake of this discussion. So I am defining Practicing, retiring from martial arts as practicing martial arts, actually participating, practicing in martial arts as we commonly understand it to be. Awesome. That was exactly four minutes. That was creepy how good that was. So this, this is a tough one for me. Uh, I will talk about this a lot on Final Thoughts. You set this up very strongly, but that doesn't matter. My job is to be devil's advocate here. So <laughs> I will have to say that um, I'm going to have to even, I'm going to have to segment it even more. So the term retire is assuming there's a career involved, I would say. So like you mentioned with your student, he went to the Olympics, right? Special Olympics? Yes. That was the plan. So that was his career path. You could retire from that, right? Just, if you're, just to clarify, yeah. Special Olympics, not Olympics. Yeah, yeah so I agree. Special, different there. Yeah. It's different, but it's still the, I haven't been in any Olympics. So uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, same thing. If you look at like a mixed martial artist, they would have their career for X amount of time. And then it's good. They retire. I always use, uh, and maybe I'm biased. I'm Canadian, but I always use George St. Pierre as the perfect example of, oh, he retired at the perfect time. Now, George St. Pierre is still doing martial arts. So on that note, I think when you look at retirement, retirement has to be part of your martial career, which would be part of your martial advancement, as you mentioned. And I do think there's a certain point in time where you would need to retire from the constant pressure of trying to improve, trying to compete, trying to do better, but not necessarily stop martial arts. So this is where I'm getting kind of pegged down in this conversation because like, if you moved from, mixed martial arts to Tai Chi, you're still technically doing martial arts. So I would like to kind of narrow this down to the career of your martial arts with some kind of point. Does that work for you? 
I see what you're saying. And yes, well done. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So that idea, this is a tough one. This is a really good one. So (laughs) on that note, I think that there is places where you can and should retire, right? Your body's going to give out. You're not going to press forward. You're going to stop competing. Um, And that's, that's good. Right. Cause like, how sad is it to see Alistair Overeem and like King of the Cage getting knocked out by a 20 year old, right. Or like as cool as the Tyson and, um, uh, well, who's he, whoever he fought, I forget. Apparently my memory's bad, but like, that was cool to see two 50 year olds going at it. So pretty good, but like, eh, like you can stop. Right. So mm-hmm. I do think there is a point where you can retire and then maybe use those cop-out skills. Like, well, I'm still using situational awareness and blah, 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 blah. Um, but there is a place where, you know, you might have to retire for either reasons of you've reached your career path or your life has just become too much to handle continuing Brandon. So I said, well played, because I kind of anticipated a straw man argument right. that you, you kind of, by definition, dodged it a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, people will say, well, I retire from sport, right. uh, the sport, right? That's different than retiring from the martial arts. So I, so yes, I, I'm talking about retiring from martial arts to your point. There are certainly components that um, uh, are aspects of the martial arts that you can retire from your competitive career, you know, yeah, maybe you can't keep up anymore, or you're just not, you know, you can't, you don't have the fire to do the grind, or, you know, just basically been there, done that, right, but um, I would still assert that there is still avenues, in in most competitions, there are still, uh, there's still senior divisions for, um, or masters one, two, three, four, five. I don't even know how many masters in jiu-jitsu or, or I personally like executive decision, the division, the executive, that, that sounds so much more distinguished. That does. I like that terminology. That's real. I feel like, Oh, I'm exec fancy. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, so right. Or you could go, for example, into more the coaching or officiating, uh, officiating angle, right? So there are still other ways to stay involved besides even, even, when we are looking more specifically at, say, a competitive career, um, I, I still say, you know, there's a way to kind of. Um, now, there are, you know, there are, uh, there are certainly extreme examples where, you know, you've had one too many concussions, and you know, it's just not safe to do uh, anymore, and like you can't remember visiting a state or something like that, right? <laughs> so that, um, you know, that is. Uh, um, you're making me lose my track of thought with that. That's you know what though, worth it for the dig. It was awesome. Keep going. <laughs> so, so, um, but yeah, so there's those extreme examples. Um, but I will use I will use the analogy uh, since since you're talking about careers, right? So let's look at a typical career. Um, if you can't cut it in a position anymore, like technology has passed you by or whatever, um, you know, you, you, you can't keep up physically. A couple of things are going to happen. You are going to get moved to another position. So if you're good, maybe you get moved into management. Um, so I would liken that to coaching. Uh, maybe you get just kind of put on a desk job out of the way, or they basically fire you, or more likely they're going to ask you to resign, which is another word we're saying force you to quit, right? But um, so, uh, but you can walk away in, in, in a career, you walk away. Um, because you've accomplished enough or you can't really accomplish anymore or you have enough money in the bank, so to speak. 
Um, and but if you could stay at your job and choose not to, then you're quitting it, right? So very seldom is there forced retirement. Um, some some things, right? But um, re now retirement does sound better because it's more acceptable because most people don't love their jobs. And the end goal is actually to get to the point where you can quit, right? Yep. Martial arts does not start with that premise. Right. right, right. So, so therefore, I think the analogy stops there, I think. So on that note, that's great. I think there are some reasons I've listed here that you can. So number one, actually, first thing I want to point out is, would you consider coaching and officiating still doing martial arts if they're not doing any physical practice? They're uh, just if coaching still, well, if you're still involved, well, I would say it's still part of maybe being involved in the sport. You, you were mentioned like a competitive right, right. career, okay. right? So, yeah. Just want to um, clarify that. But like, yeah. I think yeah, I would still say, but I would still say if you're actively teaching and training other people, I mean, you know, you assuming that you're not completely right talking, I, I still say you're active. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's fair. So. I think, so to quote myself from my own book, Super Pretentious, we are not our client. So, you know, you your vision of what martial arts is, is an unlimited path. To some people, it's not. To some people, maybe they did have enough money in the bank. Maybe they did like get the skills they wanted, get the flex, and they literally see it as a retirement because there was an end goal in place. Now, this might be more of a self-defense talk, but even in martial arts, like if you look at, let's look at BJJ as an example. Most people just want to get a blue belt and they leave. It's a blue belt curse, right? You get the blue belt, they're like, that's all I need, and they leave. And some people see that as quitting, but to them, they've achieved the goal. So I would see that more as a retirement. My goal for this is to get to a blue belt. Now I'm done. And while the seasoned martial arts, like a few quit, not to them in the way they've structured their goal set, they've actually retired from BJJ because they've got what they needed from it. Sounds nice. It sounds nicer. <laughs> But if you, unless someone told you to leave, then you quit. But you didn't quit because the, yes, you quit. Obviously. Oh, that's tough. Every, so this is the group can say you quit, but you didn't quit if you've achieved your goal, right? It's like saying I've climbed the top of Mount Everest. And then you're like, you didn't climb every mountain ever. You're like, well, I didn't want to climb every mountain ever. I wanted to climb Everest. And you're like, well, if you don't climb K2, you quit, you puss, right? Like that's, th their goal is still important. So maybe that is a valid retirement. I don't know. Keep going. That, that's, up. That, that's, a, that's, that's a pretty valid argument. I will concede. Okay. Um, I would argue we failed to, we failed to define or the process for them properly mm -hmm. right um so uh your point about it not being a client or we, us not being our client that's pretty good um but okay blue belt curse black belt first degree black belt curse right. martial arts right had had that happen recently too um uh so um but uh if by by similar analogy if you said you got to fifth grade reading level, you graduated uh, elementary school and that's where you stopped. Did you retire or did you drop out? It's mm. an interesting point. I don't think it's directly comparable. It's not a logic fallacy. I don't think it's directly comparable because you are required to have higher than a fifth, you should have higher than a fifth grade. No, you're not required. 
your life becomes easier with the over fifth grade reading level. You're, you can never take martial arts of a fine life. So I think we're quantifying very different things. Most people take martial arts as a recreation. It's not necessary for them. So I don't know if I agree with that analogy so much. Well, it sounds like you just don't prioritize martial arts enough. <laughs> Have you seen me? I'm chunky as fuck. <laughs> Clearly I don't. Uh, I had literally on my list right now, workout right after this. So <laughs> you're right. You know, you're right. But I think that's the thing is this, this debate, this discussion is very slanted by the lens of the person looking at it. Right. It's very slanted by, you know, you are a lifelong martial artist. We've talked, you've done martial arts forever. Uh, I'm a lifelong on and offer, but I've been doing it forever. The, the, that's not everybody. And I don't want to be circular logic here, but I'm saying the, the conversation is very, it's so dependent and like retiring versus quitting is entirely in the eye of the beholder. Right. Like, oh, you've you quit because you came to my gym. This is the path is forever. You should have known that we didn't present that properly. But again, I can see a client. I can really see a client. So the, the blue belt thing, when I first started taking BJJ, that was my goal. I'm like, I'll just get a blue belt, put on my resume and then I'll just move on. Right. Um, I don't have a blue belt yet. I don't know where you're good enough. But when we're doing that, like I can see that as, a, and then I'm just done doing this grappling art. Uh, I didn't quit BJ. I will still practice it and play if it comes up, but I'm done pursuing it. So I've retired from the pursuit of it. I haven't retired from wrestling with my friends. So again, that's a component that's right. not the martial arts at all. But as a side note, I can distinctly remember and going to my first class in 1984. I can remember going to my first class and walking away and going, I'm going to get my green belt. Really? Black belt, brown belt is too much work. But those green belts, they like can spin around and they look like they know what they're going to do. Yeah. They can, I'm, I'm going to get my green belt. So and I look can at you now. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I think so. There's going to the, so what would you consider is, is forced retirement okay? So let's say, for example, you know a guy, he's been ahead too much, doesn't remember a whole year uh, or something. Um, doesn't remember a very significant, very unique thing that happened. Um, should they be forced to retire? So and is that a retirement? Because you mentioned it earlier, but I'd like to play with it a little bit. Yeah, so like that, there's that like 0.1% chance where maybe they, they probably, they are forced into it. Right. And they have to retire for their own, um, for their own health or whatever. Right. I would say more often than not, though, there are, uh, you know, people use, um, you know, nagging injuries or a, a tough rehab or something like that as more as an excuse to quit. Now, well, it, and, and it might be a very valid excuse. I'm not trying to be overly condemning here. Okay, right. so I'll, I'll make that my phone call final comments, right? But I'm not trying to be too condemning here. It might be a very valid ex excuse, but I, I would say that most of these obstacles should be detours, not roadblocks in their martial arts journey. If, um, you know, they can, you know, they can, uh, I know people, you know, that still train with bad knees. I've got, I know people that are on blood thinners, so they don't spar, but they can do forms or they can do other things, right? So there's usually a safety modification or workaround in most cases, right? Yeah. Um, and of course you, you use the whole go to do Tai Chi and I think that is kind of the go-to answer, but you know, there's there's still others. Like I had a, a family of four, one of the mom, her knees couldn't hold up in Taekwondo, but she could do the triangle footwork in Kali, right? Pain-free. So, I mean, there are still other ways to get uh, a lot of the benefits of the martial arts, right. um, even if it's not a single uh, particular track.
of martial this arts. Is, so this is my fault for not making this more specific because you have all of martial arts as your backdrop, which is a big one. But would you not consider her retiring from Taekwondo to pursue Kali? Because she didn't want to quit. She retired there and now she's pursuing another track. So would she not have retired? Not from martial arts. From yeah, Taekwondo. I know. But, yeah, so that's, it goes, you're right. It goes back to definitions. It yeah, goes but, back to definitions. But yes. on this specific question, would you not maybe agree she had to retire from Taekwondo? She didn't quit martial arts. That's good. And that's the point of this debate. But I need a point here. So there we <laughs> go to, So she retired from here and went to here, right? Would that technically be like she stopped her Taekwondo career, retired, and now she started her Kali career? Well, okay. I would... Uh, I, uh, if you if you work for the same com company and make a lateral move within the company, I would not consider a Korean art and an Indonesian art or a, a Filipino art the same company. But I okay. understand what you're saying. It's a very multinational conglomerate. I'll give you that. <laughs> but but so yeah, it's all about definitions. But again, I would you know I, I maybe define it pretty broadly. But yes, it would. Uh, it is. Uh, I would say it's walking away from one component, but still finding a way to stay in the martial arts, right? The last thing I want to say, we're going to go a little bit over on time, everybody. Oh no, more free show. You're going to hate it. Um, what if I have been taken to a place where I can no longer pursue martial arts? I'm living on a farm in the middle of nowhere. I can't, there's no gym anywhere near me. For some reason, I have access to online ridiculousness, right? Can I, can I have retired then because I have no access? Or should I be practicing by myself, right? Uh, I, you know, okay. Can you practice by yourself? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, you're going to leave there eventually, right? Hopefully. God, that sounds like a horrible place. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, I don't, I, I, you know, I, some of my instructors, some of my, um, teachers are very far away. Um, and I don't see them, especially now with COVID, very often at all, if, you know, ever and very intermittently, but I still would not call myself retired. From Fair enough. That. So, yeah. all right. Closing statement. What do you got? Um, well, I certainly uh, understand that there are very few lifers out there and people have different reasons or seasons in their lives and uh, priorities and demands change with the course of time. So, Again, I want, I want to be clear. I'm not condemning former students exactly. or, or training partners who have <laughs> again, what could be very legitimate reasons um, for quitting over the years. Yeah. Um, we can still be friends. I still remember most of them very fondly. Some I'm still jaded about, but most of them I'm rather fondly or whatever. <laughs> um, but um, I'm sorry, but again, in my, in my perspective, I'm not baking you a cake for quitting. Now, look, there's plenty of reasons. I, you don't, I don't need much of a reason to, to get a cake for you, right? I mean, it, I can get you a cake because it's Monday, right? So um, we can have a cake. Uh, it's just not for that. And like I said, we can still be friends, but I still think we need to call it what it is. Right. Uh, and I guess closing statement on my end is uh, like retirement is all, the word retirement to me is attached to a career. And I think you can retire from one thing and move on to another thing. Uh, but again, for the debate, martial arts is the thing. So, but if, if you retire from martial arts and move on to dance, it's still physically moving your body, but you have retired from martial arts. So I think uh, it, this is a very complicated topic. It's very good. Randy learned to narrow down definitions at the beginning a little bit more. Brandon, why don't you tell the list? Oh, and join us for final thoughts because this was obviously super hard on me because uh, uh, we'll see. You'll probably know where I agree here, but Brandon, watch other people where they can find you. Sure. I have uh, my commercial school, Gentry Martial Arts. 
um, gentrymartialarts.com, uh, gentry underscore MA on Instagram. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel. Occasionally, I will put up content that might be uh, interesting or relevant to people. I have a couple of ebooks out um, that are basically a compilation of my, uh, my blog posts. So they kind of are all interrelated. You can find them if you want them. Cool. Uh, and you are in Martinsville, Indiana. Correct. Yes. Home of the Artesians. That's right. <laughs> I had a whole Facebook. We'll talk about the final thoughts, but I had a whole Facebook thread about worst uh, mascot ever. And I don't know if you saw that, but there's some really terrible mascots out there. Not quite the twigs or whatever was north of you or whatnot. Yeah. So everybody, thank you so much for watching Devil's Advocate. This is the last show for 2021. We're coming in hot 2022. Um, I'm booking some new people. Please don't be scared of the show. Also, if you have anybody you'd like me to debate to help get their word out there, my social media numbers are climbing every day. I'm really here to help. I can't stress that enough. Like I want to help everybody. I think again, from my book, uh, the, the business one, not self-defense one, not out yet. A rising tide raises all ships. So if I can make you do better, I think in the end, I'll do better as well. So if I can help promote your school, your area, your gym, come do a debate, have fun. It's awesome. And uh, don't forget to join us on Patreon, $5 level for this. Second tier you do, we get educational classes every week. Third tier, physical online classes. Fourth tier is instructor coaching, not instructor certification. I do not certify instructors. I don't like it. Um, I'm not against it. I just don't do that, but I will help you work on your stuff. So for example, the homework for December is the instructor clients are building me a three-hour seminar. And I'm going to look through it and be like, ah, this is too much, redundant, et cetera. So if you've had me in your gym and you like how I teach, I'm giving that to people at that level. Other than that, I'm done promoting stuff. Have a happy no work season. Assuming you don't have to work. My fiance is working all Christmas. So uh, have a happy season. Thank you so much. Share the crap out of the show. We need to hit a certain number for this to be my attention. I know we have a really cool core group of people that love it, which is why I'm still doing it. That's only going to last so long, unfortunately. So please, please, please share, like, comment, love me, hate me. I don't care. Brandon, thank you so much for your time. We're going to jump over to final thoughts. 